Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you this week. As a reminder, you can watch this show along with all the visuals that go along with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. On this week's show, we're going to recap the big sports weekend in Las Vegas, the NFL Pro Bowl, NHL All-Star Game. Lots happened, lots to talk about. Plus, rumors are swirling that the Flamingo could possibly be for sale. A new tower could be coming to Caesars Palace. Resorts World also considering a new tower as well, and a slot machine malfunction almost cost someone $229,000, plus which games in the casino win them the most money? We'll talk about all of that coming up on this show. As a reminder, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe. You can just search MTM Vegas in your favorite podcast app or head to mtmvegas.com for all of our posts, podcasts, and videos about Las Vegas. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So Mark, Can you imagine walking outside your house, looking up in the air, and then seeing like a, what is it, like a billion dollar stealth bomber flying overhead? It looked like what you see in in the movies. Like, you you don't see it in real life. But didn't it seem like it was flying really, really slowly? Like it wanted people to notice it was, I don't know, it was bizarre. It was just like a slow uh, going across. I used to live in the north side of the valley and under the the test range for for Nellis, you would see these bombers and it's like, it's crazy because you just look up. And there's this giant war machine flying over you, sometimes multiple of them in formations. So uh, it's a cool kind of quirk of Las Vegas. But as uh, as Las Vegas locally put out, nothing like seeing a stealth bomber flying over Chuck E. Cheese. All right, speaking of flyovers, the Pro Bowl happened this weekend in Las Vegas, as did the NHL All-Star Game. I don't know if a city's ever had those two events at the same time. I'm guessing no. A lot of stuff around town. I didn't watch the Pro Bowl. I'm here on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean. Technology is grand that we can actually record this show like that, but uh, if there's any little technical issues, please forgive us. Does anybody watch the Pro Bowl? Does anybody? Like, really? Well, I saw on Twitter that, I saw on Twitter a lot of people were complaining about no tackling, and that's sort of how it's always been, right? It's always, I remember back in the day, like when we were growing up, it was always in Hawaii, and it was after the Super Bowl, and the players always took their families, and it was like kind of just a fun vacation for them. And it was a very loosey-goosey type of game. And now, it's sort of weird that now it's on the week between the championships and the Super Bowl. Because you get a lot of players who are in the Super Bowl who don't come. And, you know, it's not in Hawaii anymore. But uh, it looked like it went off uh, without a hitch. Vegas turning into a sports city. So having these huge events really isn't a struggle for Las Vegas. Yeah, that's one of the good things about Vegas is they're set up for all these conventions. And they have so many hotels. It really is, like, the best place to have a sporting event because you're not going to run into issues. Like when they had the Super Bowl in Detroit, there was an issue with hotels. They had to open up some new hotels in order uh, to secure the bid and all that stuff. So that's not a problem with Vegas, especially right now with no conventions going on and stuff like that. They have the vacant room. So yeah, the, it was like kind of like perfect timing for it, really. My brother went out to, he invited me on Friday to go out to Las Vegas ballpark where they converted the the baseball stadium at the AAA a team into like a practice facility for football and all of the players were there and he got to see that uh sent me a picture of it unfortunately it was the day before i left to travel and i had way too much to do i didn't get to do that but uh, i had uh, friends at different events saw that uh that's the nhl event the skills competition out on the bellagio fountains that looked really neat and uh, unique so it's uh, the, what is this thing where they're using the bellagio fountains for everything they were going to use it for the nfl draft that got canceled uh, what what kind of event do you do you think that they that they could maybe they could put an entire ice rink in the middle of the Bellagio Fountains and play a, an NHL game there? That would be kind of cool. 
<laughs> I just want to see somebody jump in at one time in my life. Like I know it happens all the time, but I just that's all I want to see. So let's just have like people drunk people jumping in. I, I mean, I know that's bad. I shouldn't say that. I've only <laughs> I shouldn't. Endorse I've only that. ever seen the fountains at Caesar as somebody in there. So uh, I still haven't seen uh, somebody jumping jumping into the Bellagio fountains, which you should never do. Not only will you get arrested, and you will get arrested, but people have died doing that as well. Yeah, it's, it's really isn't it a lot than deeper than people think. Yeah. Yeah, and there's equipment. And there's all out. kinds of metal and. So I, sorry, I even... sorry. I, I just uh, <laughs> propagated something that I should know. No, but it, like it's like getting a drink thrown in your face at a like you always see it in the movies, and you want to be in a restaurant when somebody gets a drink thrown in their face. Like that's something that you just kind of want to check off that list. I guess seeing somebody bathe in the Caesar's Fountain is just as good, right? Yeah. Yep. Speaking of drinks, did you see the bottle service happening at the NFL Pro Bowl? Uh, I noticed I mean, a lot uh, of This is at that tables. Winfield Club. <laughs> no, they have that whole Winfield. The, the video is only the one, but they have that whole Winfield Club, which we've talked about before. But it looked just no, like club look at, bottle like, service. When it, zooms, when it zooms out, like all the other tables are empty. So I don't think they... Oh, okay. I didn't see ticket. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, it <laughs> yeah, does. Can it you imagine like how much bottle. that cost? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't even believe what the minimums would be and then the tickets on top of that and stuff. You know how Vegas loves to throw in the charges. Um, but, yeah, it looked just like the service you get at a club, sitting in a booth, sausage fest, of course, and uh pretty girl comes over, serves you all the drinks, and you pay $10,000 to have a $50 bottle of vodka. You know, that's life. This ties in really well with our sugar daddy thing from, from last week. Uh, certainly uh, wealthy people, but... And the, to honestly, those tickets and to get in there, I don't know who was there. Probably didn't pay anything. It's probably all comped, be my guess, being, uh, being Las Vegas and considering that the rest of the section was empty. But so glad to see Vegas pulled off both those events. We've talked about Vegas getting so much sports love. This is just another example of that. Super Bowl coming in a couple of years. Really excited for that. All right. And moving away from sports, let's talk about like new towers and some rumors, some other things we heard starting with Caesars Palace, that Caesars is going to be building a new tower because, Mark, the layout isn't confusing enough. There's not enough of a maze there. Uh, basically, this hotel's added, like, a new tower every decade for its entire history, so why not do another one right now? But where? That's the question. Where, where do you put <laughs> it? They're landlocked, pretty much, uh, where they're at. I mean, I, I, I know you, uh, you said there's a, park, there's a parking lot somewhere, right, we, when we were talking before the show that you think could work? There is that little valet lot out front. They could also remove the fountains and maybe put a strip front tower no, there, which would no. kind of suck. Yeah, I think you that's terrible. can't remove the fountains. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Don't remove the fountains. Uh, what about the area like where Absinthe is and the Spanish Steps? You always say that's underutilized. Maybe they could build something out to the strip there. You know, we see the guitar tower coming to Hard Rock, and that's going to be right out on the strip. I could see some casino operators wanting to do the same thing, have something that's right out there sticking out as opposed to like off the strip like they used to build them yeah that would be kind of interesting because that area is it's such a long walk from the strip to get into caesars so i think that tower if they built it right there could be something some you know some people want or or would be interested in i think it would change the dynamic of the strip so much like the view lines sight lines all that stuff it'd be kind of like oh here's a big tower in your face but that was one of the nice things when we stay at the waldorf you know, you're, you're steps away from the strip. You walk out the front door, boom, you're there pretty much. And that's something that you don't get at Caesars or, or like a Bally's, which is going to be Horseshoe, of course. Um, you have a long walkway out to the strip, which is kind of annoying for some, where other ones like Cromwell and stuff are right, boom, right on the, the street. 
So maybe. I I, I don't know where else they put it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you bring up Waldorf and, you know, they could build a luxury property there. Nobu has done pretty well, but it's in the older converted property. So the rooms are small. So if they could build a small sort of luxury boutique tower there, I think that would work pretty well. The other option maybe on the back of their property somewhere, but around the convention center, but that would be a mess and that would make it even more mazy. And uh, there's so many hallways, so many different weird ways to go. That casino is the perfect example of like just how something was added on to over the years and never sort of reimagined. So hopefully they can figure that part out without making it worse. Of course, Caesar's Palace is renovating their entire entrance right now, redoing a whole lot of stuff. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if this comes true. Another bit of news that surfaced is that uh, this is Las Vegas locally saying that Resorts World is planning to build a new tower, a luxury hotel tower with the Zook brand. Zook, of course, runs their nightclubs and some of their restaurants. Zook is a brand owned entirely by Genting, so that would make sense, uh, an in-house brand instead of using Hilton. And, you know, if they're going to build another tower, I think building a luxury tower is probably a good idea with conferences, executives, things like that. They should have done it the first time. (laughs) Well, they do have Crockford's. But uh, yeah, probably uh, like of uh, two floors. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get this. I mean, I guess it was part of the plan already. Maybe they already have funds earmarked for it. So, hey, we're moving on with it, even though the launch hasn't been super successful and it doesn't seem like they're overly busy. You know, they're having issues. A, a couple of restaurants have already pulled out of the area, which is insane to think of. You know, it's kind of like whenever you build a new stadium, everybody wants to come and see it. So everybody's going to Resorts World when they go to Vegas. So you're getting those people. You're just not capturing them or keeping them, if that's the point, because everybody's going to check it out at least once, but they're not coming back. They're not staying there. So to build a tower, to add more, I mean, I guess if it is luxury, it could bring the whales in, which would help somewhat. And that was a kind of a, a downfall for them from the beginning. And one of the reasons I was so surprised that they didn't focus on finishing Crockford's first, and you know, I'm still angry about not getting to stay there opening weekend, but... Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just don't see it. It just seems like they're throwing, uh, you know, good money in after bad type of thing. Well, this another point to this is maybe this is their way to build their own tower, right? They had to take what was already there, already sort of designed from the previous Echelon project. So maybe this is their way to build a high-end luxury brand. To your point, to they have some of their palaces, but to have more suites, more uh, luxury rooms for those high rollers and those wealthy business executives. So I could see it, and to your point, maybe they already had this all mapped out before they were struggling. Uh, Clearly they're struggling, and I know some people in the comments talking about, yeah, their cruise line, Crystal Cruises, just had their ships arrested, all this other stuff. That's a separate company, as we talked about. Uh, The only real relation between Genting Hong Kong and Genting Malaysia is that the chairman is an owner in both of them, and they share the name, but the corporate structures are completely separate, and they're different business entities. So... One doesn't affect the other. Genting, Malaysia doesn't seem to be having those problems. And they have a giant amount of land there, so it makes sense that they would build something on it. I wonder if they're going to build it on that massive piece of land next to the pools or that little land next to Caesar or next to Circus Circus that was originally supposed to hold a little tower, that land over by Circus Circus. Yeah, I, w- I would imagine it'd be the Circus Circus land if it's going to be like a boutique, smaller, high-end type of tower that would be my guess but it nothing is says luxury scene. like a view of uh, the adventure dome right <laughs> <laughs> i mean seeing that land like out by the pool and all the construction going through and that's kind of an eyesore and annoying so uh, it would be better if it was there just to kind of fill that space in 
But whatever the case, please do not hire the same decorators and designers that you did for the hotel. Bring a little bit of Vegas flair into it. Do not make it corporate bland uh, that you could see in anywhere. Like, I don't need to be staying at a Hilton, uh, New York. Like, I want to be in Vegas and know I'm in Vegas, not, oh, let's just put blue on the wall and gray and call it good. I totally agree. And they also said, remember, we, Las Vegas Logie said that they're thinking about maybe building an arena. We don't know if that'll happen. But the only piece that they could, of land that they could do for that would be that area by the pool on the south side of the property. So I, too, also think the, the tower will be built near Circus Circus on the north side. We'll keep you guys updated on that. Luxury hotels, I love them, so I'm always excited for a new one. Hopefully uh, hopefully that happens. And it'd be interesting. Like you said, it, it's, it's a Zook brand. It's their own brand. It's going to bring maybe Asian flair, get rid of that Hilton corporate bring the nonsense, panda. dare I say. And the water park. <laughs> get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bring us some pandas, all that good stuff that you originally were supposed to do as well. So let's let's get some unique stuff into that property. All right. So Caesars Entertainment is going to sell a property. Uh, we know that they're rebranding Bally's, so that's not going to happen. Uh, Paris, probably safe because it's attached to Bally's. Planet Hollywood has been the one that's been rumored for a long time. But now uh, Vital Vegas says Flamingo could be for sale, that there's a lot of survey markers around property. They've canceled a lot of projects that they had upcoming, moved staff over to other properties. This is a weird one if they were to sell this because it sits right in between their other properties, sits right on the Link Promenade. What do you think? Do you think that uh, you think Flamingo is going to get sold? I don't know. It would be a strange one. And it's been kind of like, you know, in their portfolio for so long. And, and I do think a lot of people enjoy Flamingo, even though it is, you know, lower mid-tier and, and a little bit rundown. But, I mean, they have refreshed the rooms a few times and... And I've always enjoyed it there. It is, you know, crammed into like their strip of stuff. So I don't know that it makes a lot of sense. Planet Hollywood pr- would probably make more sense to me. But even then, if they lost that, I, I that's kind of like my favorite property to go gamble at. And well, Cromwell and then Planet Hollywood. But those two, I mean, get rid of Harris. Nobody likes Harris. <laughs> Well, that might be why they don't get rid of it. I mean, they they do are doing this for money, right? And they did say that they want to strategically sell a property. Maybe Planet Hollywood isn't quite worth what they think it is. Maybe they're they've clearly been shopping this stuff for a while. So maybe they don't have a buyer. They have a buyer for Flamingo. You know, perhaps the most historic property on the Strip. Hopefully, the new owners would you know respect the history of it and could could do some interesting things with that property. Uh, obviously, we talked you know, about last week about Tropicana going away. Those are really the two most historic properties left on the Strip. To see them potentially both changing hands is, is an interesting thing, but I don't know. Caesars... And they both uh, kind of have similar themes, too, so that would be sad. Yeah, but Caesars... <laughs> I, I Yeah, I agree with you. Sell Planet Hollywood. Leave uh, Flamingo alone. Although maybe under new non-corporate ownership, it could be a better place, but I don't know. I don't know what you quite do with that property to change it from where it is. Uh, it's it's pretty, uh, like you said, entrenched in the Caesars strip there. So we'll see how that happens. Now, can you imagine, you know, betting, losing your money, going home, and then, like, getting a, a phone call from the Nevada Gaming Control Board saying that you won $229,000? Like, this is the craziest story. I know it's been making the rounds this week, but that's exactly what happened. Robert Taylor, a resident of Arizona, sitting at home, I'm imagining, gets a phone call. You won $229,000 because a machine made an error, what would you do? Well, isn't this kind of scary that this can even happen? Like, how how does this happen? That You hit a progressive jackpot and it's like, well, er, uh, I didn't spit it out. Sorry about that. 
Like, it's just crazy. And the people in the comments that say, like, oh, good good on the um, the casino for reaching out and stuff. That, like, they had to. It, like, it's a legal thing. And then this is from the gaming control board. Casino had nothing to do with it. If anything, blame them for having shoddy machines. But it would be kind of crazy. I mean, it's everybody's dream, isn't it? You get home and then, oh, by the way, you forgot that you won this or, or, or you left this behind. So it'd be kind of crazy. <laughs> And the the fact that he has to fly back to get the money because they can't mail a check is kind of comical. Hopefully they take care of him and, and put him up and take care of all that stuff. Even though he has the money now, he doesn't need it. But, hey, you know, it's kind of a, a pain and, and all this. And I'm sure they'll they'll make a big deal about it and post it everywhere. So it'll be kind of cool to see. Yeah, and I should say it was Treasure Island was the casino that this happened at. The gaming control board are the ones who found it, I believe, in an audit. And I think what this does is it sort of reinforces what you know, the safety of gaming, right? That there are regulations, that there are audits, that people are making sure it's a fair system or as fair as it's supposed to be anyway. Uh, obviously always a house advantage, but when a machine, we talk about, like we've seen jackpots, million dollar jackpots get taken away on malfunctions of the machine. And this is sort of the opposite thing, right? And uh, this is a rare story that, that it happens the opposite way, but you know, good that regulators are standing up for people gambling. And yeah, just a, just a crazy story, but I think the system worked. And, uh, yeah, hopefully Treasure Island how welcomes them back. How many times does it miss the audit, though? How many times does it not work? And the casino's like, oh, thanks, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That is a, that is a little scary. But, uh, like I said, hopefully Treasure Island welcomes him back and he doesn't lose a good portion of that money. Of course they want him to come back, Mark. They don't want to send him a check because they want him to come back to the casino so he can they can put him up in a suite, I'll be like, wine and dine him, and get him to lose <laughs> some of that Island, money. I have a- I have enough money now that I can go stay at the win. I'll see you later. See ya. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take the check and walk across the street to Palazzo or up the street to win. Exactly. But yeah, what a cool, uh, what a cool story for him. And uh, yeah, I mean, it does ask questions, but let's just say regulators came through in this case and Phil Ruffin is uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars poor, poor him. All right. And speaking of casino games, let's talk about the casino games that make the most money for the casinos in Vegas. Review Journal had a really interesting article with all the stats from last year and you know talks about which games are the most popular, which ones take the most money. Blackjack's still the most popular game in Vegas, of course, but roulette is number two. That's sort of surprising. 103% increase in roulette winnings over the last year. And roulette on average takes in, or, or they keep 19.87% of the bet on roulette, which is crazy. So like a 20% uh, was that would that be the house advantage? I don't know, but they're taking twenty yeah, yeah. percent. And what was your most interesting thing? We we slot machines, of course, uh, taking money. But I, I'm surprised to see roulette is actually worse odds than even slots. Yeah, I'm not totally surprised about that because roulette's always been known as a sucker game. It's it's something I play either you know at the beginning of the night for a bet for fun or at the end. But it's basically playing slots and obviously not even as good as playing slots. So. It is something I feel like a lot of people just throw 20 bucks on and throw pick a couple numbers and and move on type of thing. I was really surprised how high the house advantage was for blackjack. What was it like nine and a half percent, something like that, where you've always heard, hey, blackjack's a really good game for the player. If you play it properly, just shows you how many bad players there are, I guess, um, out there playing blackjack and with these, you know, side bets and the six to five payouts and stuff, the, the house is really move the advantage towards them versus normally you'd hear like a one or 2% advantage. If you play uh, mathematically 
accurate or, you know, you followed the book type of thing for Blackjack. So that was interesting. And then really interesting is you've always heard slots, the the higher the de- denomination, the better, the, you know, the less the house advantage is. So like a $5 slot, $25 slot is better. But the one that had the least amount of house advantage was nickel slots, which I would not have guessed. Yeah. So Blackjack, 14.1% mark, which is a crazy number. That's how That's much the casinos worse. kept. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. And, you know, slots were only 9.85%. So slots, you know, they're only taking in 10% of what the bet is. Uh, Blackjack, like you said, all those extra bets, which I know that I know you love those little side bets and, I know, I and all that crazy in. stuff, but those are, <laughs> yeah, sucker bets. Uh, yeah, nickel slots, uh, only 5.31% the casinos kept on nickel slots, but there's only 1,035 nickel slot machines in the state, so not a whole lot of those around, but wow, yeah, that's, that kind of, that's to be really the best. surprising. Like, I feel like in Michigan, there's a lot of nickel slots. I'm surprised Vegas has so few nickel slots, but I guess they have those multi-denominational slots mostly yeah. now so would that be considered i wonder how they count those. At the, yeah if you're playing on the nickels yeah i'm not sure how they de- how they delineate that but they say that there's only 1035 in the state but yeah it's just it's a crazy crazy article we'll put a link in the description so you can see it the numbers kind of shocked me all over the place and some games up like roulette up even despite the fact that they've you know really made the odds on roulette really bad i wonder how electronic gaming plays into this with roulette. Maybe that's why it's 103% up. If people are playing those electronic roulette games, does that still count as roulette when they track it? And then that would make sense as why more people are playing because there's such a social sort of aspect to that. And I could see a lot of people not wanting to do it, but if you can sit at your electronic gaming machine and and do it, uh, it probably opens up a lot of those games to the (laughs) advantage of the casino, which I'm sure they're they're laughing all the way to the bank. All right, one last quick... (laughs) One last quick story. Tropicana, we talked about them, sold the Bally's, probably going away to become the new Bally's. The old owners before the sale closes trying to get a little bit of money before it all goes out. Uh, They are charging for parking at their most premium spots. The ones kind of right by the entrance in the garage and the ones right on Tropicana next to MGM Grand. I think it's $5 for up to four hours, $10 for 24 hours. The garage is free, the surface lot is free, but there you go. That's a cash grab if I've ever seen one. What are they doing? It's like $5. Like, come on, man. You're, you're selling the property. Yeah, this is going straight in the bank. It's like, <laughs> He's like, no, I'm going to stand out there and collect it. You give me that $5. It just seems so cheap. Like, I mean, and the rates compared to other Vegas places aren't, aren't terrible or anything. But, like, at least give an option if you gamble some to get it free or, or to get it waived. $5. It's just... It's crazy, yeah. Cash, cash grab. Shame on them, you know. Uh, I guess uh, park on the surface street or, or or park somewhere else and then Uber over. I don't know. I mean, it, I I would say that like especially if you park by the entrance, the ones over by the garage, that's a quick walk to Excalibur. Probably even quicker than Excalibur's parking. Maybe people are using it too much, and this is just to sort of keep those spaces open, uh, you know, to keep them from being abused. Maybe that's what it is, but it seems strange considering they're selling the property. Uh, you know, it's all all changing over. But uh, yeah, thanks to uh, John Ryan at Vegas Teenager for, for letting us know about that. And that's going to do it, I think, for this week's show. Sorry if there was a little background noise, a little issues here as I recorded on the cruise ship. We had to record this over two different sessions, uh, given the internet connectivity. But how's the, uh, how's the casino there? How's the casino on the cruise ship? Did you, yes. did you walk through yet? 
Yeah, I'll do a I'll do some video in next week's show. I, I have walked through. I haven't shot a, a lot of video, but it was hopping on yesterday at sea. We went in there like in the morning at like nine or ten a.m. just to walk through, and it was packed full of people. And all day it was so people definitely getting their uh, their gambling on. And I'll have more information on that uh, coming soon. I just haven't had time to to film it and uh, to get down there to spend too much time there. So look forward to that on next week's show. And we have a lot of other cool stuff to talk about next week as well. Don't forget to subscribe, smash the thumbs up, leave a comment. Thanks so much for watching. See you have next a great week. Day.